Hey everybody, welcome to Talk Thought, to show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 4, Episode 9, or overall Episode 53. Hi, I'm Jade, I'm the smart one. I'm Art, I'm the cute one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So it's been a while, and we apologize if we sound a little rusty, but... But we're back, and honestly to you guys, there will probably be no pause between these episodes, so you're going to be confused why we're saying this. Anyway, we've concluded the gaming arc, and now we're moving on to Greener Pastures, although today we're still going to be talking about something gaming-related. But before we get into that, I need to plug our after show. You can find us live on our Instagram, at Tech Thoughts Podcast, every Friday at 6.30pm ET. Finally, the episodes actually reflect that that's our time, because by the time that this goes live, we'll have been streaming at that time for weeks now. <sighs> the pros and cons of having a backlog. Yeah, you can find us there, or you can check out our website, which is Jade techthoughts.gay. Yep. And on that note, we can transition into today's topic, which is Nintendo. Because it's time to go back to our old favorite game of spinning a wheel and seeing which company it lands on and shitting on them live on air. <laughs> we did tell you. We told you we'd be back. We we, we, we kind of had to talk about Nintendo. But yes, it is a household name. You know, responsible for bringing video games back out from the crash of 1983. You know them for popular series like Mario, Pokemon, Metroid, The Legend of Zelda, and killing all hopes of fan games. Wait, wait, sorry. Hold on. Wait, wait, back up there. Um, that's our first topic, actually. <laughs> Nintendo actually has a really bad stance on fan games. Almost exclusively, Nintendo's lawyers send DMCA takedowns for any fan games based on their intellectual property. These include many Legend of Zelda fan games, such as Breath of the Wild SNES, which is exactly what it sounds like, um, Pokemon Uranium, an ambitious game with over 150 plus new Pokemon and their own special radioactive type, um, and AM2R, which is another Metroid 2 remake. It, don't, don't be fooled by the generic title, it's a very good remake. And they do this just because they can, it seems. Though, that's a little more suspicious when only a year after they shut down AM2R, they released their own Metroid 2 remake, Samus Returns, for the 3DS. In fact, Nintendo seems to be preventing any remakes of their games, having shut down a Mario 64 PC port that ran better than their later release of Mario 64 in Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Hell, in the beginning of 2021, Nintendo issued a mass DMCA takedown, with 379 fan games on Game Jolt, a game hosting site, being forcibly removed. Now, why are we complaining? Nintendo's just protecting their intellectual property, or something. But not every company is this stringent. As an example, Microsoft greenlit a fan-made Halo project, Installation 01, which is meant to recreate classic Halo multiplayer. They could have took it down like Nintendo has, but instead just requested that they leave a notice about it not being official and not monetize it. Things can be so easy, can't they, Nintendo? Nintendo has also been a poor supporter of the Super Smash Bros. tournament scene, even opting to prevent it from showing up at events like EVO, uh, you know, the national uh, fighting games tournament. This one specifically because Sony acquired it, and Nintendo and Sony are rivals, I guess? I don't know, man. Um, which is good, because they also apparently wanted Smash out of EVO all the way back in 2013, so they finally got what they wanted. And actually, another thing to mention is that they also shut down um, here in 2021. Was it 2021 or was it last year? Either way, they shut down a, a, a regional called the Big House, um, which is another large Super Smash Brothers tournament because it had to move online. And they were not happy that people were using a slightly modded version that ran better with Netplay code on Dolphin. God forbid, right? 
And it's all strange, I think, personally, because you would think bringing attention to your product would be a good thing. It's free publicity. But no, Nintendo just hates when you play a game in a way other than how it was, quote, intended by them. Literally, they simply want their games to be viewed as family-friendly, anyone-can-play-them games. Straight from the mouth of Nintendo president Shintaro Furukawa in 2018, eSports, in which players compete on stage for prize money as an audience watches, demonstrates one of the wonderful charms of video games. It's not that we're opposed to it. So, <clears throat> It's not that we're opposed to it. So that our games can be widely... So that our games can be widely enjoyed by anyone regardless of experience, gender, or age, we want to be able to participate in a wide range of different events. Our strength, what differentiates us from other companies, is this different worldview, not an amount of prize money. So, just why? I, I, I don't know. I feel like like this, this sort of like, as you said, Nintendo hates when you play a game in a way other than it was intended. I also feel like Nintendo sort of overly clings to this family-friendly image that they want to project from their company. It is the reason why Pokemon games, which we are not going to talk about in this episode because we literally have a whole mini-show dedicated to, to what Nintendo, what, what has happened with Game Freak and Nintendo and Pokemon. It is the entire reason that Pokemon games have sort of gotten dumber and dumber as the years have gone on. Simpler? Uh, yeah, simpler, dumber, whatever you want to call it. The formula's been dumbed down is what I mean. Not the games are, are, are stupider, but the formula's been dumbed down. There was, I don't, I don't want to misattribute the quote, so I won't attribute it to someone, but when asked why he didn't bring the Battle Frontier back in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, um, uh, the head of the company said that he didn't think that the, today's children would have the attention span for it because they're too busy playing app games on their smartphones. This is an actual thing that, that a member of the company said. You know what a wonderful thing to point out is? is that's post-game content and it doesn't matter. Yeah. At that point, they've already paid for the game. Like, why do you care whether or not they play it? Yeah, like, we want to. We, the adults who remember the good times. There it is. There's me talking like a good old-fashioned old person. <laughs> so, Nintendo hates fan games and fan attempts to play their games? Huh. All right. What else have they done wrong? Well, most recently, here in 2021, they announced the Switch Online Expansion Pack for $49.99 a year for individuals and $79.99 a year for family subscriptions. It includes the Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC, Happy Home Paradise, as well as N64 and Genesis games, or a limited number of them. And you can only get this expansion pack by the year, as in you can only pay for a year's worth of it. And it's more than double the standard Switch Online pricing, so... Mm. Um, this particular pricing for that expansion pack has received backlash for very good reason. It only offers a limited selection of N64 and Genesis games, and really, this amount is higher than Nintendo expected to even charge, apparently due to Sega wanting higher licensing fees. But Nintendo makes a lot of money. They could have absorbed that cost, instead of sending it on to their consumers. It just feels a little greedy, you know? But I guess that's how companies work now. Well, I feel like there's sort of like three issues here that, sure. that are all contained into this one thing. And it's one, uh, one, the one, which is the simplest one. The fact that the the $49.90 year for an individual price includes the, the Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC is so, as if that's an incentive, is so stupid given the fact that the Animal Crossing New you can also just buy, straight up buy, the Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC for 25 bucks. Um, so that's already, that's already off the table as just like a, a proper incentive. Like you can buy the DLC. Why would you pay a yearly subscription for it? So, so for $50 a year, you can play 
a small selection of Nintendo 64 games and a couple of Genesis ones. Yes, which gets us back to the other problem that I feel like Nintendo suffers from, which is this complete and utter reluctance to allow people to play their old games. Like, like Nintendo both refuses to re-release their old games in any way that Nintendo, um, most of the time, like, 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 staunchly refuses to release their old games, um, in updated formats, and then shuts down, like, literally any other attempt to try and play them, which just seems absolutely ridiculous, especially because it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 20 year old game, Nintendo, you're not gonna make money off of it at this point, why do you care? Either re-release it, and actually make a good re-release of it, not half <sighs> sorry my brain went in four different directions there because it's thinking about the shitty emulators and it's also thinking about what they've done to my poor poor diamond and pearl but whatever um that's a controversial take right there that last one uh, um they they're they're basing it off of diamond and pearl they're not basing it off of platinum which was the better game whatever anyway it was um, i played all yeah. of them i know Yes. Anyway, whatever. Um, so yeah, either remake, either re-release or remake the games and actually give us good remakes or f like let people play them somehow. Just, just, just what, what is so hard about that? I really don't get it. I also don't get it. And I'm personally, because I'm a huge fan of the Smash Bros. competitive scene. Hey, Nintendo, really, it doesn't hurt to let people play the games that are out. It's fine. People will buy them so they can join the tournaments one day. It's publicity. Yeah. And the other the other last problem that I that I that I sort of want to bring up that I think is a is a part of this is that Nintendo as a company has this fun habit. It comes along with their like weird, quirky, family-friendly branding, but I find it m more insidious than their weird, quirky, quirky family-friendly branding, which is they have this weird habit of pretending like there are some like small, like homegrown startup, company, yeah. like some small like homegrown startup, and it's like you're not. You're one of the most. You're one of the most profitable game companies in the world. Yeah, and everything everything they make does feel a little, uh, <laughs> a little, a little down to earth, as I'm gonna put it. Yeah, it's just it's 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 they have this sort of like weird underdog mentality um, that they then try to use to justify doing things like this, like like charging charging this much for, for Nintendo Switch Online, for an extension pack to Nintendo Switch Online. Or like not, or frankly, like not even having a good, a very good online service to begin with. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's 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 such a weird and it, it feels dishonest. It really does. I don't know. It, it just, it, it feels dishonest and, and yeah, greedy, like you said. So that's all the time we have for you guys today. Uh, this is going to be a short one, probably because we cut the Pokemon stuff to make a mini-sode, but I think if we tried to put the Pokemon stuff in this episode, it would have been too long, so probably for the best. Um, but yeah, that's our spiel on Nintendo. It, it's funny, I, I said right as we were about to start recording this episode that I almost felt bad for recording this episode today, only because uh, in real time uh, right now, it's uh, about a week after the Animal Crossing update launched, and I'm really excited about the Animal Crossing update, actually, so... It's not like Nintendo's like universally terrible, uh, and I do prefer them to other game companies, but on this show, everyone is forced to eat their slice of humble pie, and here's Nintendo. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they did. They also came up with Metroid Dread, which is an absolute goddamn treat, so 
I feel bad, but I don't. There's, it's not like good things rewrite the bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But if you want to see us rewrite our bad, as in never doing our live show, you can check it out actually on Fridays. Hey, we've been we've been we've been doing it, or at least been honest about when we're not gonna do it, as opposed to just forgetting. So that's an improvement. Um, our live show is on Fridays, whenever we actually do it. Uh, it's on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday, sort of at 6:30 p.m. ET. Um, and yeah, we would love to see you guys there. Otherwise, you can check out our website, which we can't forget about and is always there. And what is our website, Jade? It's techthoughts.gay. I still want to say the phrase that you hate so badly. I still want to say it every time you say that, but every time you say our website name, I just, I, I miss it. I miss saying it. Um, gay rights. And on that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.